Hi guys, welcome back to Lola. Today we are calling Never Call a Narc a Narc. Why? Well, first of all, the personality disorder involved in everything of who this person is, they directly do not, cannot have any type of accountability or acknowledge any parts of the dysfunction. Never call a narc a narc. Number one, they are always the victim. They are the victim because it is their job to make sure that they um, are protecting that ego or that image that lives within them. That ego or that image is sometimes spoken to the, as like the little child um, as to it goes back to childhood where they were initially hurt or harmed. Um, most of the time by a caregiver, which is a mother or a father. And in some cases, it can be both parents. Um, that spoken child within them can never do any wrong. They um, are very sensitive to criticism. And anything that potentially identifies them as a source, they are unable to take accountability as any child would not be able to. Never call a narc a narc. Number two, possibly because they're going to say it was you. You cannot necessarily use this term out of any type of um, heated conversation or when you are in the act of an argument because what's going to happen is that person, number one, they do not have the ability to hear that from you and that they are well-skilled and trained, I'm sure. Someone along their lifetime has called them or referenced this to them. So they are automatically going to um, be positioned for discard, which is in later dis videos. We'll talk about what discard is. Basically, they're going to break up with you or force you to break up with them because they at this point, if you do, they already know that they are exposed. Never call a narc a narc. Number three is once they feel as though they have been exposed, what they're going to do is that they are going to begin the process of tarnishing and sabotaging who you are. Um, uh, people with narcissistic personality, they gauge the same type of person. Why you see so many women who are in this position is because they are typically um, a reflection of who the narc wants to see themselves as. So they are sensitive, they are kind, they are loving, they are nurturing, they are successful. They are independent. They are free thinkers. They are very strong individuals. And when the narc comes along, they are there to kind of peck away at those strong character traits. And they take those traits for themselves. And they kind of hide in the shadows of who you are, all of the characteristics that I named. And then they kind of absorb that personality, almost like a chameleon. So in that process, while they are becoming, because you have taught them how to be this personality, um, all of those traits. So once you have taught them this, they take those things for themselves. Um, and this is how they begin the discard process where they start saying that you are not the person who you've always shown yourself to be. You are not um, a genuine person or anything that you have ever taken um, and actually, let's say, held in confidence to this person where you have told them some deep, dark desires, anything, they are going to take these things and in the midst of an argument or them in the discard phase, they will use every bit of it against you. 
So if you told them a deep family secret or um, something that has hurt you in the past, they are going to directly use those things um, against you and to intentionally harm or hurt you. Um, they are um, not compassionate and they do not have the ability to back off because they do not um, they do not pick up on cues of anyone else's emotions, such as they're not able to see, you know, if they have hurt someone's feelings or if they're being unkind because their shell, they are unkind, unloving, um, and just very harsh. So they don't have the ability to care about someone else's feelings. Let's see. Never call a narc a narc number four. Um... It, it, I really want to just emphasize, like, you can't tell somebody who they are um, when their ego is, it's impenetrable. Like, they are um, like a solid brick wall. They have, they are grandiose and they are protecting this image of who they are. So anything that tries to um, disarm them and that character, they become extremely defensive. And in this, um, you sometimes are at the hand of um I'm just I think like they become almost evil they are evil where you are at the hand of that person's resentment and you are going to be on the receiving end and at times they stop at nothing um to get back at you um to trying to injure that ego or to try and embarrass them their egos just cannot take it because they are overconsumed with compliments. They are overconsumed with how um, they are viewed to society. So it's kind of like a wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, um, or most character traits of the person is they, they articulate well. Uh, they are very intelligent. They can kind of have world conversations with anyone, sit at any table. And again, these are things that they've mimicked and picked up along the way or some self-knowledge, um, a lot of times preoccupied with religion. Um, so they also look for um, a mate or a partner who is, you know, spiritual. Um, just a very, very dangerous process when you are now on the receiving end of you tarnishing their ego. Um, or their image. And I was also going to say they typically look good, dress well, clean cut, um, or just appear. There's an overemphasis on their appearance. Um, and it is, I mean, I say to just cover up the stink, you know, like putting lipstick on a pig. Like it is to cover up their, their core of who they are. And again, they hyper study what normal looks like and they have a hyper vigilance on being what normal looks like. Never tell a narc that they are a narc. Number five, let's find a good one. Possibly because they will then go after your family members. Going after your family members is, again, if you've told any type of family secrets or anything um, or how a past family member has hurt you in the relationship, they begin this process very slowly. So what they're doing is they are beginning to isolate you from those family members. 
whether it's a brother, a sister, a cousin, an aunt, an uncle, and specifically a mother and a father. They draw you into believing that they're your center um, and they will isolate you in a sense where they will no longer um, have communication with their family or they'll pick fights or say, this is why I don't want to talk to them or um, they said something disrespectful to me. The uh, narc always believes that they are to receive the highest of the highest uh, respect in regards to pumping up that, that ego. And it'll be a family member, a friend, a cousin, someone who has disrespected them. And so they don't want to talk to them. And then that leads to they no longer want to be around that person. And then if you are inviting those people into a circle, they will come up with something that will make it so difficult to continue to bring those people around because the fight or the backlash afterwards when you leave that social setting, you eventually become so worn down by it, you no longer want anyone around anyway. Then you are avoiding the fights and the backlash. But don't be fooled. Once they've got you isolated, they find yet another thing, topic, place, or something in your environment or your life that they continue to keep this, this discord going because their core is they can be happy. So now you are as isolated as they feel internally and you have nowhere else to turn. They have either said something um, publicly in front of that social setting or to your family members where even your family members are turned off. So people don't want to come around or you don't want other people to come around because you already know there's going to be something disrespectful said or the narc will purposely um, offend someone just to um, keep people at bay and to also protect that image of and that, that, that arrogance of this is my home. This, this is who I am. They have to accept who I am. You know, um, that's not OK. Like you cannot be in the growing phases of your life and you continue to have a family member that that says, you know how I am. This is just who I am. Or people continue to justify that person um, continuously breaking boundaries or making someone feel uncomfortable. My advice after these five tips on never call a narc a narc in any situation, if you are around someone that disrupts a boundary, makes you feel uncomfortable, or you have set a boundary and they have continued to break those boundaries or make you feel uncomfortable, are in the beginning stages of saying things about you or your character, and it ends in, oh, I was just playing, you know, that's not true. You know, regardless of any relationship that you're in, a person is genuinely kind. They take at heart and hand um, guarding your heart, you know, handling your heart correctly. Um, so I'm, I'm doing this to strengthen people in the process of understanding you protect your energy, you protect your environment, and you do have the ultimate say on who you allow in that space. And you do not have to be around someone who continuously, and please remember, consciously, breaks a boundary and disrespects you. A lot of times they will say they didn't mean to. After the second or third time, it becomes a trait. It becomes on purpose. So just protect yourselves. You have to begin to um, know your own heart, know yourself so that you can teach someone how to love you. Thank you. Hey guys, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment down below. And you can follow me on YouTube at Life of Living Abundantly 
online. You can find me on social media at Life of Living Abundantly. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast and would like to share your story, you can reach us at lifeoflivingabundantly at gmail.com. Thank you.